Hello, my brothers. It's your boy, Gear J. White, the Master Coach Mentor, and welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fuel Edition. Today's topic is this. I'm not Jesus. Sit back and relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fuel. My name Fuel. is Bailey White. My dad is Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor. Coach Mentor. <laughs> You're listening to Warrior on Fire. On Fire. On Fire. <laughs> Wake up, Warrior. So today's topic is, uh, is a sensitive one when it comes to, to being a coach, a leader, a trainer, an inspiration in your own home, your community, your church, your business environment, the school you go to, wherever it is. One of the greatest temptations that exists for people who know they've been called to lead, to inspire, to train, and ultimately I think this is every human being on the planet, is this, this, this innate desire to serve that becomes twisted into saving. Serving and saving are not the same thing, but they can be a very confusing topic. Am I serving you? Am I giving you service? Or am I trying to save you? So if we take salvation as a concept right out of the gate, we say, what is salvation? Salvation is to do for someone what they cannot do for themselves. Now, if you're under the Christian conversation, this would be Jesus and the grace and the atonement of Jesus Christ covering up the sins of humanity, ultimately bridging the gap between what is perfection and the imperfection that is humanity, a.k.a. what we call salvation, doing for someone else what they could not do for themselves. Now, whether or not you're Christian or not, or how you feel about this is irrelevant to me right now. I just wanted to kind of lay the context of this idea of salvation, which is, again, doing for you what you cannot do for yourself. Now, let me, let me put a little caveat on this as we get started right out of the gate. Here is the thing to remember, period. And that is this. There are going to be situations, there are going to be environments, there are going to be places in which the person, the child, the old person, the, the individual, the woman, the man, the person you're communicating with, exchanging with, or reaching into their lives to serve them, they truly do not have the capability or capacity to do the thing they are trying to do. And in that space, ultimately, it does require you to do something for them they cannot do for themselves. If I got a 500-pound weight, my 8-year-old is not going to be able to lift it up for her. No matter how much I try to look at her and pump her up, inspire her, motivate her, at the end of the day, the reality is she lacks the power and the ability to do it. What I'm talking about, though, is I'm talking about the unwillingness of humanity these days to actually do the fucking work. They know what to do in front of them, but they choose not to do it. And then, from that place, they look around for someone who is beaming with a beacon of salvation, a.k.a. who someone who is willing to do the work for them. It's like being on the beaches here in Orange County, Laguna Beach, where I live. You know, who's going to pick the garbage up, right? Well, there's this assumption that just someone else is picking it up. My daughter threw some garbage on the beach, and I was like, what are you doing? She's like, Dad, there's people that are paid to pick that up. I was like, my ass, pick that up right now. You are fully capable to pick that up. Now, then I took it a little bit further. We decided to walk along the beach for a couple hours and just pick up garbage just to improve the lesson. So this game for us day to day, then, is this idea, if you are called to lead and inspire, is when are you crossing the line from serving to saving? As a coach, as a person who my entire life, whether it was playing football, whether it was in sports, whether it was in, in school, it was in church, it was in family, it was in business, it doesn't matter. I have been someone who naturally has felt called to serve humanity, meaning it's hard for me to watch people suffer because I know that at some level there's something I can do to support, to guide, to inspire, or to help with them. And so over the years, I began to fall into this, fault, this trap, and it was inspired by this belief, and the belief was this, is that people are broken. Now, I don't know if it's because I just saw so many people who just were so stuck and in so much pain, but for some reason, I created a story. No one told me this. I created the story in my own mind. And the story was that people are broken. 
The human beings are broken. Inherently, they are broken and they need saving. They need help. They don't need inspiration. They need help, which is a very different conversation. And so there I was, having conversation after conversation with human beings, trying to, quote, serve them, but ultimately, truly saving them. So I would feel miserable with them. They were in pity and I would feel... I would feel uh, a compassion for them. Instead of empathy, I felt compassion. Compassion was me jumping in the ditch with them. Empathy is me standing up on the edge and feeling their pain, but at the same time allowing them to have their own painful experience and calling them to a higher task up above the pain that they're currently experiencing. But not me. No, 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 my friends. I loved to jump into the pit and be the savior. And why? Because there's a huge emotional payoff for saving. When you start to do for people what they are unwilling to do for themselves, or they believe themselves incapable to do, but truly do have the capacity and the capability, if they did the fucking work, to do for themselves, there's this huge payoff. What's the payoff? Well, the emotional payoff is this, is that you get to feel glorious because they exalt you. They praise you. They sing to you. They, they tell you how amazing you are, how you have saved their lives. You saved my life, are the typical words. And we like this. It feels good as human beings. We like to feel this because we feel like we've added some value, that we've served people, right? But what we didn't know is that we had just activated karma in the most insane fucking way you could ever imagine. Here it comes. See, the flip side of the coin of the exalted feeling, the praise, now comes the crucifixion and the persecution. Yep, my friend, this was the part I was not anticipating. See, no matter what you do and no matter how much you do it for another person, if you operate from a place in which the person you are serving is broken, unworthy, weak, cannot do for themselves, and you treat them as such, then you enter into the contract of salvation. And if you are going to operate as a savior, you do not get to avoid the second part of that contract. And that contract is you will end up dead, crucified, and persecuted. No matter what you do. No matter how much you love them, no matter how much you serve them, no matter how much you try to do for them, no matter how much they tell you you're amazing today, the clock is already ticking, it is an inevitable eternal law, that karma will come back and slap you in the face, and you will become the hated one that once was loved. Why? Because eternal law will never allow another human being to save another human being. This is not your job. You are not a savior. This game's already been handled. You and I are here to liberate each other. How do we liberate? Two ways. Number one, we show that our life is working. I can't believe how many people are attempting to run around and save other people whose lives are a fucking train wreck. Possibly the greatest service you could offer the world is to prove to the world that your life works instead of trying to pretend like your life is not working while trying to serve other people into a place of helping their life work. So maybe it requires you to spend a little more time trying to put your own life in alignment. And that example alone will be enough to begin to inspire people not for salvation but for liberation. Second piece is understand that you, ha you cannot save another human being. You can only serve them with ideas, perspectives, skill sets. You can offer up the opportunity for them to walk to a higher ground, but in the end, they must choose to do it themselves. And so like this few po podcast that I offer up, I'm not offering up salvation, my friends. Don't be confused here. I am not Jesus. This is not my job. This has already been handled. This is not something I can do for you, are you kidding? And yet for a long time, I sure like to pretend like I was Jesus. 
I wasn't walking around telling everybody I felt like I was Jesus, but I definitely was operating emotionally like I was Jesus, because for God's sakes, if you followed me around and looked at how I behaved, I treated people like they were, they were weak. When the truth is, what do I know about you? You're fucking strong. That's what I know about you. You are an absolute powerful creator, limitless in your capacity, limitless in your potential, limitless in your, your ability and power to create. The only limiter that exists inside your life, the limits that stand between you and the life that is working, you and the life that you could ultimately love, you and a life that you have always desired, you and a life of having it all across body, being, balance, and business is one simple story. And it's a story in your own mind that tells you you cannot, that tells you you are broken, that tells you you are weak, that tells you you cannot do it. And these become the comments, these become the beliefs, these become the statements that hold you hostage as a slave. Though you may be saved, you are still a slave, searching for a physical savior when a spiritual salvation has already been offered. In that salvation came a promise, and the promise was this, Knock, and you shall have it opened unto you. Seek, and you shall find. Ask, and you shall receive. None of that said, sit your ass on the couch and feel sorry for yourself. None of that said, sit around and maybe if I cry long enough, someone else will do for me what I'm unwilling to do for myself. And I know this can be a sticky situation. Everybody wants to bring up world hunger and all this other shit. Listen, why don't you quit trying to make this a global thing and why don't you bring it back home? Bring it back home and look around at your life right now. Look around at your family. Look around at your friends. Look around at your community. Look around at the people in your environment because you can keep trying to make this about somebody else in another country, somebody else in another city, or you could actually make this about your life and make it about your situation because here's been my experience. If the entire world could just fucking handle their own situation, their own lives, and then serve the people around them, them to come to higher ground, guess what would happen across the world? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? The world would level up. But it starts with you, brother. It starts with you. It starts with you, sister. It starts with you. And it starts when? It starts today. So here's my question for you. Where in your life right now are you searching for salvation or, or, or have you become a savior? And the challenge for you today is to ask yourself one simple question inside of this and to do something about it, which is what could you do today to begin to shift that relationship from a place of salvation to a place of liberation? That's all I got for you today, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this message, man. It's got me fired up today. And a couple of reminders here. If you're not currently subscribed to Warrior on Fire in iTunes, what the heck? Get your bass on over to iTunes. Get yourself subscribed today at Warrior on Fire. Leave us a rating and a review and a subscription. I'd love to hear what your thoughts and feelings are about the show. On top of this, if you do not currently receive the daily action guides here that go along with each one of these daily fuels, head on over to warrioronfire.com. Put your email in, click submit, and bam! Every single day, I'm going to hit your inbox on your email. On demand in the palm of your hand with the key tips and tricks and points of each one of these daily fuels. Well, as a question of the day, channel of the day, quote, quote of the day, and some other cool video training you'll get for free just for putting your email in on that page on this concept, the core four of the Warrior's Way to having it all. Also, for those who are interested in the Warrior's Way conversation at an even deeper level, we've created a documentary series that you can get free access to by heading on over to wakeupwarrior.com, putting your email in and clicking submit there. You'll be taking on a movie journey 
to paint the before and after experiences of warrior men just like you who've chosen to take on the code, the core, the keys, and the game of having it all we call the warrior's way. So if you're interested in those results, head on over there, put your email in and click submit. For the rest of you, have a fantastic rest of your day. This is Gary J. White signing off saying love and light, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warrior on Fire. On fire. <laughs> Share this with other men you feel need to hear. Don't forget to give us a review in iTunes and subscribe. So, is there a website? Wake Up Warrior. For more information and other amazing content for warrior men just like you, head on over to GarrettJWhite.com now.